In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three, and One who came to be our ransom, and came to be the ransom of all people. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, are you praying for Christopher Hitchens? Do you even know who Christopher Hitchens is? Christopher Hitchens is, well, somebody that it may not be all that surprising that you don't know who he is. But he's one of these people that has described himself as a herald of what he's calling the new atheism. He's describing this new atheism as something that is not even as nice towards Christianity as what the old atheism was. In fact, he says that atheism is probably not even the way that he wants it to be described. He says atheism really is, you know, it's not believing in God, but really holding out hope that if there was a God, that that would be a great thing. He says, I'm not an atheist in that sense. Rather, I am an anti-theist. I am somebody who does not want to believe in a God and believes that believing in a God is actually something that causes damage to you. That believing in a God is actually something that he's happy that he doesn't believe in. And unfortunately, just about a month ago, Christopher Hitchens was diagnosed with esophageal cancer. This cancer promises to kill him. It promises to leave a large and enlarging hole in his throat, which will eventually cause him to die either by suffocation, or not being able to swallow, or simply that it will spread to other parts of his body and he will die. And he has already sent out a letter to all of us theists, all of us Christians, saying, don't pray for me. I'm not going to make a deathbed confession. I'm not going to change my mind about this. Don't pray for me. I don't want you to pray for me. Keep it to yourselves. And so, I ask, are you praying for Christopher Hitchens? Are you praying for this guy who, as a Christian, perhaps yourself, is very, very hard to love? Who's very, very hard to pray for? Somebody who's even saying, don't pray for me. Are you praying for that kind of a person? And maybe in your life, maybe it's a little bit closer to home to think of some of the other people that we find it difficult to pray for. Maybe it's difficult to pray for that professor in your class who gave you an F. Maybe it's difficult to pray for that person who you maybe live with or maybe lives down the hall from you or down the street from you who just seems to relish making your life a living hell. Who is it in your life? All of us have probably at least one person that we think it might be hard to pray for. 
And St. Paul, when he's writing to Timothy, this young Christian who he is tutoring in the faith, he's writing to Timothy and saying, Make prayers for everyone. Not just make prayers for the people that are in your church. Not just pray for the people that you know and you like. Not just pray for your family. Not just pray for the people that you get along with. But pray for everyone. And I brought out Christopher Hitchens as my sort of example of somebody who's hard to pray for. But Paul is bringing up the leaders of the government at the time. Because that's who it was probably very hard for Timothy to pray for. These people, these rulers that were over Timothy in this Gentile land who saw Christianity probably much the same way as Christopher Hitchens does. Who saw Christianity as something that was maybe a little bit annoying. Maybe even a little bit bad for society. Maybe even heretical according to their belief system. And so Paul is saying, pray even for these people, so that you may live a peaceable life, and that you may continue to flourish. Pray for these people. Pray for all people. So how often have you prayed for an enemy? How often have you prayed for somebody who you just can't stand? Not one of those prayers that says, Dear God, I hope that you strike them down. But rather a prayer that says, Lord, I don't get this person. I don't understand this person. I don't know what you're doing through this person or with this person, but I would ask that somehow you would come into their life with power and might and give them rich gifts. And maybe that somehow through that we can find some kind of common ground. How often are we praying that prayer? As prayers go, it's probably one of the most difficult that we have before us. To pray for our enemies. But St. Paul points out the reason that we're able to do that. St. Paul points out the very reason that we are able to pray for everyone, including our enemies. And the reason for that is the one who gave his life For all people. This Jesus Christ who gave his life on a cross so that he could pay the price for the sins of the entire world and hope that they would come to faith in him, hope that they would not reject his gift any longer, but that they would hear it openly that Jesus Christ loves sinners. Like you, and like me, and like Christopher Hitchens. And like anybody else that you may have thought of that's hard to pray for. Jesus Christ gave his life for everyone. For the people that were his disciples down at the bottom of that cross. For the people that had nailed the nails into his hands and his feet. For the centurion that would stick the spear into his side. 
For Herod, who saw him as just kind of an insignificant magic trick, to Pilate, who was curious but not quite convinced. Jesus died for all of those people. Jesus died for the people that we know today that still can't quite bring themselves to say that they believe in Him. He died for them that they might just stop saying, I reject this faith and accept His ransom that He paid for with His very life. That's the reason that we're able to pray for our enemies. Because He did. Because from the cross He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And then Paul says something interesting. He says that Jesus is the reason for that because He gave Himself as a ransom. But then He says that the proof of it is Himself, that He was put there as an apostle to the Gentiles, as an apostle to these people that previously were considered the worst sinners of all. That He then is part of that proof. That He knows that Jesus died for Him because He was the worst sinner that He can think of. And he says, look, if Jesus died for me, then I get to go out and I get to share that same grace with other people. I get to be the witness in this world of how rich and how full Jesus' love is. That it doesn't look over anyone. That Jesus died for Paul and for you and for me and for Christopher Hitchens and for anybody else that we can imagine. And that we then, the ones who don't reject that faith in Him, are called to pray for all. So that we may all together be bound up when He comes back in the resurrection. And we can look at those people. Those people before the throne of God and say, I prayed for you. Amen.